So. But yeah, hey buddies, I have COVID. Oh, hey pals, I don't. <laughs> yeah, the lucky bastard. <laughs> I don't know how he got away. <laughs> but honestly, so far, nobody else that I had been around has has tested positive yet. So that's good. Hmm, that is really yeah. good. Like even my housemates, they they took um the home tests and they've tested negative so far. Like I I'm just so glad that they they didn't get it cuz I know they're high risk. What is that there's supposed to be a site to get free covid tests and I couldn't even remember what it was, but yeah, I bought some on Amazon too and it's like these are these can get kind of pricey and then it's hard to find just like a double pack or something because yeah. it's like here's a hundred. Oh jeez. <laughs> Cuz yeah. Here's a hundred. Get free at home COVID nineteen tests at covid.gov slash test. Order free at home tests. Hmm. And then it sends you to the post office. The post office. And you can get eight tests. Well that's pretty cool. Okay. That's very nice. Yeah. So everyone, do that. Do the thing. Get your free tests. <laughs> Stay tested. And if you test positive with a home test, call your doctor and tell them so they can report it because cases are severely underreported because we're testing at home. That's my spiel. I won't yell at you anymore about it. Oh, crap. Did I made you lose your train of thought? Oh, no. It's not you. I'm high. I need to get there because I haven't actually smoked anything yet. But. Oh, okay. I found this. What'd you find? I don't know what strain it is, but it's some wax, and I thought I was all out. <laughs> and there, it's like a whole thing. Looks like I've used it maybe once or twice. What's your nose saying? Oh, no, my sniffer's not as accurate now. Pro yeah, I smell awesome. some pinene. I don't know. Maybe a little bit of limonene. I, I don't know. We'll go find out. You have no idea what you had. I had another uh, band gummy this time a watermelon ooh. uh there's ooh, oh you know i think because you pointed it out that they weren't pop rocks in it there's actually they're they're nerds inside them but still great. yes yes they are nerds but they are delicious and i am so here for it because mm -hmm. i kept waiting yes. for that that poppiness of the pop rocks and i was like man these don't even look like pop rocks these are dead ass nerds <laughs> that is totally fair but i remember being sold the, the idea of pop rocks and then no that's totally fair that's totally fair yeah. you, you, I would you, do get, the same. you get too high to even care after yeah. that you guys let me tell you and watermelon was an excellent choice i loved it so much i tried a watermelon one while we were at Cosmic Kingdom. Cosmic Kingdom was so fun, you guys. Also, I've learned my edible mm -hmm. tolerance is just down now. That's that's all that it is. It's those are super strong, but yep. like my edibles tolerance is just down. Cuz uh I tried three of my own gummies the other night and holy shit. <laughs> I was out, man. <laughs> That's only 30 milligrams. I used to take 100 milligrams every time. Now you don't have to waste the whole pack. Another. Yes, seriously. That's so annoying. And honestly, I didn't need the full 30. I think I would have been fine with 20. 
that's where I try to like enforce myself to stick around. Yeah. <laughs> but it made me so happy because I'm like, okay, this is good. This is good. I can have a normal tolerance again. Yeah, no. Cosmic Kingdom was cool. It was like a little small one. Like I feel on the website, it made it look bigger. They did a good job yeah. with that. But it was really nice and it's like the right amount of people. Like it could even fit like, up, like quite a bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they didn't mm-hmm. because of COVID, but, but yeah, yeah there could, yeah, you Lucky, could definitely fit yeah. more. <laughs> mm-hmm. But honestly, yeah, for a first festival, it was a lot of fun. I think um, it was overwhelming at points, like being around so many fun people, I guess, because I'm not, I'm not used to seeing that many people that I would want to just sit and hang around and watch or hang out with. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not used to seeing that many people in one setting. So that was kind of cool. Everybody was just doing their thing, being happy, living their best life. <laughs> I feel like there was nothing to do. And that was like a great point because then you could really just do anything you wanted to do at any time. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I love that. We spent most of our time in a hammock. <laughs> and it was fucking great. <laughs> it was mm. absolutely great. Oh, and I loved, loved, loved watching the flow artists. Yeah, there was a lot of pretty ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, the, the whip thing. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. That looked... But it was so cool. I don't know. I forgot to look it up. But the, just, just the one person had it going, like... like Doctor Strange, and then I was like, well, I need to learn how to do that. Hell yeah. That would be so cool. Oh my god. Then we could go to festivals with my hoop and your your <laughs> Doctor Strange. <laughs> you could make the coolest Doctor Strange costumes. Cosplays. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. That'd be dope. Yeah, that's what I gotta do yep. next. Whenever you do it, you're gonna pull it off so fucking well. Oh my god. That's gonna be great. Okay, but I am very proud of, like, the capes and the vests that that I, like, put... To, that was the first thing that I've actually really sewed in eight months. And I was able to just pull it off, really, in, like, a total of, like, three days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and they looked fucking great, too. Yeah. I'll have to post pictures on our Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah. Or, or, I mean, it'll just be on mine, and then you'll just have to do... So- oh, no, I don't know how Instagram works yet, still. I could only share it to our story. But <laughs> like I could, you could share But I can share it to yeah. our story. Yeah, I like that better. I don't know. Yeah. Episode 14. Episode 14 of The Life of yeah. Jesus. I guess this should be closer, huh? Oh, maybe. Uh... <laughs> Now, it's been a very long time, but do you remember what happened last time? Oh, boy. Uh. All right. So, the last episode, weeks ago, yeah, this was all the many, many, many parables. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, I have, I have uh, Jesus's mom and brothers try to speak to him. And he, in a way, denounces them and claims his disciples as his family. 
explains that followers of God are his family. Oh, yeah, that happened, Yeah. Too. I just remembered all the parables. Yeah, same. That's why I wanted to mention that one, too. <laughs> yeah. Because that one always wigs me out. I think it's just so weird to think about. Because uh-huh. you, you picture it and imagine, like, they're super supportive of him and and following all of this stuff and you know Mm -hmm. but yeah it's weird that they're not but it also makes sense i get it i would probably be them in that situation too yeah because okay yeah then that's kind of adding up to like okay he's a true example of like this is what happens if this would happen if if a guy took it the, uh, yeah, whatever. I'm in charge just far enough for as long enough that enough people like, like the parents know like he, whatever he's doing is bullshit. Like what's going on? He's like, well, <laughs> I'm here to be an example. And he was just sarcastic about it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Holy cow! Yeah, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> the holy cow is ball. <laughs> ah, that ball. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyhow. So then after he disses his family, or his family diss him, that's how he saw it. Yeah. Says a bunch of nonsense to see if anyone can figure it out. Uh, let's see. Now he's gonna he's gonna cross a lake, which, you know, makes sense because he was already on the water. Mm-hmm. So the section today is Matthew 8, uh, 18 to 27, Mark... 4, 35 to 41, and Luke 8, 22 to 25. Sweet. Wow. Okay, what didn't feel like was going to be a lot of verses was quite a lot. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I agree. There's a lot to it. So, what happened in this this first section? Well, they're already at the coast. He was talking to everybody at the at the sea. So Jesus tells everybody, "Hey, we're gonna go across the sea. Meet us on the other side." And one of his disciples says, "Lord, let me first go bury my father." Mm-hmm. And Jesus says to him. Follow me and leave the dead to bury the dead. (laughs) That is such a disturbing sentiment. I do not like it, (laughs) Sam I am. Nope, I do not like these green eggs and ham. I kind of went back to the widow that he revived the son of. And Mm -hmm. it makes me feel like that sentiment was not as sincere as he let on and we're starting to see another side of jesus as he's got more followers now and wait why wouldn't it be as sincere um because what he said was really cold i can't see a sense of urgency that would overpower somebody burying their father so it's just he he was acting very cold about this this person's dead father and it makes me feel like if he can be that cold about it right now then how can he be that sincere about it then was he being sincere or was he just showing off i mean if he's just a human 
you can have a really good day and really think about people and other times you're just pissed and need to do whatever but that's the point is that he's not just human but he had he had a, a human a human shell so he had to he still had to have the, the succumb to it or whatever okay but even for a bad day that's cold as fuck that's cold as yeah. fuck that's like extreme but he was it, it to me it seems like he was in a hurry to go though because he was angering every everyone around him wanted to try and catch him after the parable stuff and everything was happening because in, in Matt, it kind of started to seem like he needed to flee them. Like, we're going to go across the sea. And I don't know if that was like a shout, like, hey, everybody. Or is it just like, we need to go now or something. Oh, I perceived it as as he was telling them, hey, go meet us there. This is what we're doing. Okay. I mean, because with the dead bury their dead thing, that kind of like, because that, that would imply that it have some urgency. Like... I don't, if he's like, if Jesus is like, okay, I can't stay here any longer. We need to go. And the guy's like, can't we just wait? My dad just died. We have to bury him. Or if he died there, I don't know. And the guy's in shock, like, oh my God, my dad was just killed. What's going on? And he's like, leave him, go. Or I don't know what the situation could be. Like in 18, now when Jesus saw great multitudes, about him he gave a commandment to depart unto the other side so when he saw great multitudes like about him like coming to him he's like we gotta go quick across the lake okay that makes sense that's not how i was reading it before i was reading the same words completely differently but hearing your version kind of helps because the word choice is a little different i don't think that it's that much of a difference but um, let's see. Now when Jesus saw a crowd around him, he gave orders to go over to the other side. End of that. No Bible notes. Nothing. I viewed that as he's telling them to go to the other side of the lake. The the sea. I can see it as both ways that he's being chased or he's telling them to go to the other side. I don't really mm-hmm. know which is which here. In the case that he is fleeing, then I think this quote, I mean, it is not pleasantly worded, but it still makes sense. Okay, but it also sounds like something an action hero would say, though. If you're being chased and you're trying to run away, Jesus would just turn and be like, let the dead bury their dead. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like, really? No, I get that. I get that. But I would still be just as salty. Mm-hmm. If somebody I cared about died yeah. and somebody else told me, yeah. leave them, yeah. I would be upset. It doesn't matter who it is saying it. But I can understand it and I would get, like, behind mm-hmm. it if I was needing to flee, you know? I, I, I get that. Now, if he's just being a dick. Jesus and I need to have some words. <laughs> that was one of the things that was making me upset in the footnotes, because I was trying to get some more insight on that too. It says, while Jesus clearly upholds the biblical commandment of to honor father and mother, the call to follow him 
rises above all allegiances. Anything that hinders commitment to him and to the new covenant family of faith must be set aside. So these bonds, these connections that you have, including your family, are set aside because they are not for the bigger purpose. I think I had a Bible note kind of like that too. Like using this as just an example of like oh this is the commitment required to just keep following this guy who's just has nowhere to go but goes wherever he wants yeah uh, so Matt uh, chapter 8 verse 20 this, this was just the guy's like it came to him when they were about to leave and the guy's like I'm gonna go wherever you go and Jesus is, says that the foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests but the son of man hath not where to lay his head so I didn't know if that was like a really buddy I'm not gonna stop anywhere I'm just gonna keep going or like like was this man really going to because then it's it was a diff that was a separate one from the one who wanted to go bury his yeah dad. yeah I was a little bit confused by that one to be honest um because hmm I could see it from a couple points of views there's one like the like I'm not stopping here I need to just keep moving but then there's the other like almost martyr like I don't belong anywhere so I have no home oh so I didn't really know which way it was going yeah emo Jesus I didn't I didn't get that wow I think I got that because I was reading the note the study note and it was talking about how That's, uh, son of man is Jesus's favorite way to refer to himself. It's his favorite self-declaration. Yeah, mine said that too. So it was like, man, maybe he's just being emo. Nowhere to lay his head since believers can expect to be treated as Jesus was. The Christian life will not be one of ease and comfort. Yeah, that, that end right there, it just... It reminds me of, like, how that's done modern day, and, like, that's even beyond what I was saying before. This is more of just, like, how the average Christian acts, and it's, like, they immediately go into this martyr role as if, like, yes, I know people are going to treat me differently, and they're going to treat me like shit because I'm a Christian, and that's what they did to Jesus, and that's how I know I'm doing the right thing. He wants to fit in with the man. Why, why is that making him Because, you know, he's playing into the, the man part of that so much. and But on the inside, he's half God. So it's like, he's he doesn't fit anywhere. Okay. I think that is what was actually driving, like, the hippy-dippy kind of stuff. Like, I don't know why I keep having to say hippy-dippy. It reminds me of, like, my parents I or know, same. And I don't want to keep doing that. I want to stop, and I'm going to be cutting all of them out. Fair enough. Like, it's like a tick. I get that. <laughs> uh, anyhow. No, because meeting the Son of Man, going back and remembering, like, Adam had the name Adam because Adam just being man. And it's like he's just continuing on from that religion. He's just the son of that man. He's just like, okay, doing whatever that man would do. Just a natural man, no home. Like, we haven't. I don't know why he's like, 
well, birds can make nests and things, but we can't build a house. I don't know. We can build a house. Yeah. That's where I'm like, what are you talking about, Jesus? Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking, We're too. just supposed to wander? Because birds don't just, their nests don't just appear. They have to build them. Yeah. But uh, with, like, having that first example, and then the, the dead bear, their dead example, the DVD example. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like that. I don't know why. It's probably really dumb. I like um, it. <laughs> It, it does still, it feels like he's just like, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> it's either really pushing like an action hero running away. Like if he's running, it has to be that. Otherwise he is just more of a jerk and like, I'm just doing whatever I want to do whenever. Yeah. So I think that is much more likely. Emo angsty Jesus. It could have been like a, a meeting, like, okay, well, we need to get going now. And then someone else is like, well, we can't go yet. And it's like, no, yeah. We don't have a choice. I see that. Or yep. I, I feel like he views it as we don't have a choice either way because he's like so gung-ho on we must fulfill the prophecies. <laughs> we gotta fulfill yes. the prophecies. <laughs> I don't care if you need to bury your father. That's not important because the whole world is at stake. So now you think that he can fulfill the prophecies? I mean, that's how it works in every like other fantasy genre. Someone hears that, oh yeah, you're supposed to do this prophecy thing. And they're like, oh really? Yeah, go do it. And then they do it. Yeah, but I think he's a dick about it. I think that he's trying too hard sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I think I've mentioned that before. So Yeah, so... So they get on a boat. So the, yeah, I was like wondering if it, I saw it more like okay, there's a multitude coming. Them. We need to launch the boats. We need to go and get out because Mark also mentioned that there was like a lot of little boats around too. So it wasn't just like Jesus and his friends could fit on a boat and go. It was just a bunch of people because it's all the multitudes that following him as well. So is it's a different multitude like coming at him as well so that's kind of where i got that. interesting fair enough i was yeah. picturing it too i feel like i've been picturing it too hippy dippy you know because i see him just talking to his people and he's like yeah we need to keep moving so we're going across here Let, mm-hmm. get your shit let's go <laughs> and they're all just hopping in their <laughs> boats and go, all right let's go party everywhere yeah yeah he's like look guys i gotta fulfill these prophecies so you in for the ride or not? <laughs> okay, so no matter what, it's looking like Jesus is kind of a dick mm-hmm. here. Okay, so we're moving on from there. That that Matt was the only one that really had that part. The next part that happened in Matt, Mark, and Lou with on the boat. Yeah. And there was a storm, and everyone on the boat was afraid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jesus was asleep. <laughs> yep. You just rest them. He said, this has been a long day. I've been talking at people for so long. They didn't understand any of my shit. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to take a nap. Okay, but there was kind of a progression between the stories on, like, the what was actually happening to the ship. Because in Matt, it just said there was, like, some really tall waves that were higher than the mm-hmm. ship. I don't know how high the ship was, but still, you know, that's that's a yeah. scary. And then, like, uh, Luke was like, water is in the boat. And Mark was like, 
the boat was breaking and it was just filling up with water. Yeah. Because it's like the the waves were bashing against it. That's yeah. a good point. So I don't that that I was not able to. I don't know what exactly like the level of danger that was at there either. Yeah, because you don't know who's minimizing it and who's overplaying mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I am inclined to think that Luke is probably not exaggerating too much. Because Luke, I feel like he does a pretty good job of, like, he, he's taking account of everything. He He's coming at it from almost a research. Mm, I don't know if research is the right word, but I don't know. He's coming at it from a from a science perspective, um, writing style mm-hmm. wise, like what what information's included, not what he believes. Let's be clear on that. <laughs> <laughs> but they they get him awake, and he's like he he's what the ye of little faith thing, like he's haunting them about it. Like come on, we're gonna be fine. I'm the son of man. Yeah, he's like, come on, guys. You really have that little faith? You think I can't control some waves in the storm? Yeah, I, I mean, it's that. But I also feel like he was from that area already, so he would know what it, the, the storms were like. Mm-hmm. So he would know like what kind of bow is going to handle it, what's going to be fine. That's a good point. And so, I mean, if there's a... They're on a boat, but then they mention, Mark's like, there's other little boats, and there's a storm. The little boats are probably, like, sinking everywhere. And then there's, like, water breaking into their ship, and they're freaking out. And Jesus is like, we're fine. We can do this. We do this all the time. Yeah, pretty much. He's like, guys, chill. It's just a storm. (laughs) And they're all like, oh my god, Jesus, we're perishing. We're going to die. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. did it get to the point where it's like what do you want me to do yell at the sea to stop or whatever and like yeah just do it do something and then he gets out there and he starts yelling and eventually it stops because he's like yeah whatever it'll be very short yeah and then they all just marvel like oh my gosh it actually worked yep but then it, well, they all like to use the word rebuke like he rebuked the storm and D&D has just ruined that for me though it's just <laughs> it, I don't know like, it, it feels like it is reserved for just, like, an angry thing. Like, he was just yelling at it to stop. But That's funny. It, it Technically, I don't... It's just a weird way to go. He's either yelling at it or it's... This is a technicality thing and he is just, like, the calm. Oh, yeah. He's casting He's a just spell. Like, calm the waves. Ooh, yep. <laughs> just like SpongeBob. But, like, he did it and everyone was astonished. Yeah. Like, like, oh my gosh, like, they were really just baffled, and the, they couldn't comprehend whatever he was doing. Yeah, it is confusing, because it's like, on one hand, this is, like, why are you, why, why do you have such little faith? Of course I can do this. But on the other hand, they're like, we've never seen you do something like this quite before. You do a lot of stuff with people, but we've never seen you like these wind and water powers yeah i don't know if this is listed as his his miracles then or but like if it was him really doing that then i would that should be really up there yeah 
I don't care about him like being uh, being assembled back from the dead. Okay, <laughs> we've got that. We've already apparently have plenty of other people taking out demons and pe- bringing people back yeah. from the dead already. We don't let's let's calm some of these storms. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> let's focus them. Like help with irrigation. I don't know. Just control. Yes, the because let's be real. People are the the reason that the planet's dying, but. Maybe we do need Jesus to come back and be like, look, I don't give a fuck about the people. This time, your focus, <laughs> your focus is the natural disasters. In the words in Mark, for verse 41, like after that, it's like, and they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this, that even the wind and the seas obeyed him? But my Bible note said that the feared exceedingly is supposed to be reserved for like a, a mocking term i didn't necessarily think about it from a mocking point of view i didn't either Do you until, mean jesus or them uh from like the writer's standpoint oh sorry yeah oh okay i mean wow yeah but then why is it's it's kind of if, if that feels counterintuitive to like what you're supposed to get you're supposed to be like the person that's fearing exceedingly like oh my gosh how did he did this but this is if that's supposed to be a mocking thing like it's saying then it's more like okay i just understand what's happening i don't know trust the guy who's from there yeah that's a good point like it was in luke Really, I, I got two Bible notes in Luke for this. It was just like, yeah, the valleys acted like wind tunnels, so there's storms sometimes. And then for 825, where he's like, where's your faith? It's the Lord never rebuked anyone for having too much faith! Exclamation point. I don't know what the writer's meaning by that. Is this just like a joke? Maybe it's supposed to be a joke. I don't know. Like just keeping it lighthearted, I guess. Oh, that's yeah. weird. And again, just using the rebuked right there, it's like, okay, was he really, that, that that makes me think that, okay, he's actually mad at them when he's asking this question. I think that he's a little upset. When I hear rebuked, I, I don't necessarily hear it in an angry sense. I get where you're coming from, because like D&D, a- but, like... If I say I, I rebuke something from my life, like, I rebuke this, I acknowledge that it's there, but I mm-hmm. have taken away its power to affect me. And I view it as almost neutralizing it. Yeah, that's a good way. So I feel like he's frustrated and he's like, really, guys? Really? No more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, the next section is Matt, uh, chapter 8, 28 to 34, Mark, chapter 5, verse 1 to 20, and Luke, chapter 8, verse 26 to 40. Yeah, I think in this one, Matt, he just, he took this one a little easy instead of going hard on it. And yeah. It was, it was Mark's turn to go hard and he was really going into detail, like specifics of the story. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah. 
I was kind of surprised, mm-hmm. a little impressed. I know, it was very weird how, like, Matt just didn't care about this, and then somehow Mark has all these details passed on to him, and Luke kind of gets... Yeah. He he's, he's still just mixing it up, getting a little of both, yeah. Yeah. I felt like Luke Luke's was very, very similar to Mark's. Yeah. Less, I think less detail. I yeah. agree. I don't think he put as much detail in, but like what was covered, pretty much the same things as Mark said. <laughs> uh, you want to say what the story is about or you want me to? Uh, I can. Okay, go for it. Well, Jesus and his crew made it to the Gadarenes, this country. I, I don't know why I said the Gadarenes. It just felt right. <laughs> and and there's a little bit of contradictions. There are some contradictions between uh, Matthew's account and then Mark and Luke's accounts. So some things are a little different. But basically, Jesus and his crew, they make it to the other side of this country. And in in Matthew, it says there are two possessed men come out they're they're coming out of these tombs and basically they look so damn spooky that nobody will pass by them it definitely says you know they're possessed and they ask jesus like what do you want from us and you're just here to torture us or whatever and uh one of them begged jesus to like if he was going to cast them out to cast them into pigs that were just chilling and, you know, living their piggy lives nearby. So he did, and the pigs, the whole herd, they just went bum rush in the sea, and they all drowned. And, you know, the people who own these pigs are like, um, that was my livelihood. That was my income. What are you doing? <laughs> so he leaves goes to the city, tells the people this horrible thing that Jesus just did to him, and they're all like, bro, we cannot have that kind of shit around here. You need to get out of here. And he was like, alright, but you go home, you tell your friends what Jesus did for you, and how he had mercy on you. (laughs) Ooh. So that's what happened. (laughs) Mark went into more detail, I think, on this possessed man, because in, in Mark and Luke, it was just one man. Yeah, I think because um, they just cared about the man who, like, because there was one of the possessed men at the end was like, hey, can I follow you, Jesus? And Jesus is like, no, go to the city and talk about me. So this man who used to be possessed with lots of devils, but according to, like, Mark, thou, like, 2,000, Matt doesn't give any numbers, but he just starts writing in the city and publishing lots of things and everybody was amazed yeah Yeah. i so i want to know who this guy was i kind of do too i feel like there should be some kind of record of him yeah there should be i don't even know how to find that i'm gonna say who was legion oh interesting yeah that's the other thing mark and luke both gave his name and i i thought that was interesting because it's not often that you get the demon's name in the Bible. 
<laughs> I didn't think it was like the demon's name specifically, but that it was because they were trying to say that he had lots. So then it was like a legion of demons. It's, there's just too many, which is weird because... He's a hive mind. Okay, so a man can hold a thousand, well, many thousands of demons, but it's oh, but that has to be spread out through a lot of pigs, wouldn't it be? Is it weird that pigs are harder to possess than people? Maybe it wasn't that it had to be spread out throughout them. Maybe it was just that he wanted it to be. I don't know. That's an interesting point. I did not think about that. I saw that as a name because I didn't, I don't recall there being any actual numbers given in mine. So I was like assuming it was this kind of demon or whatever. Not necessarily its name, but like we are humans. That kind of demon is legion, you know, Mm -hmm. something like that. I'm seeing a lot of like, it's really dependent on what denomination you're from because some people see that as like being well not even denomination denomination and translation of the bible because a lot of them are saying it's that that means being possessed by many demons Mm -hmm. but a lot are also saying that legion is a demon specifically or a group of demons like a specific group of demons okay so that's interesting. Uh, and then on my side, I was trying to find like who it was, who who this Legion person was. Like they got back to their name or something, but all I could find is supposedly, and they just kept printing with that demon's name. So from that perspective, then yeah, it is a specific demon. So is it just the demon that needs a thousand parts? It's kind of like the Yu-Gi-Oh cards. You need them all to like actually summon the one thing. And... I don't know. Mine didn't use any numbers, so I, I don't have any reference for that. Oh, Matt didn't say any numbers, but Mark has over two thousand um, pigs, and the same. It just uses yeah. Um, they give in the Bible notes the references for the legion. It's like a Roman legion over three to six thousand. It's I wow. I don't know why. Let's see. Let's see. There's a more accurate. Yeah, it was. It's closer to three thousand at the time. They're using in the Roman Republic. It was three thousand men. In the Roman Empire, it was near six thousand. Okay. So then we have a specific, there's 3,000 parts and it goes into over 2,000 pigs. And it, to me, it's just like, that's that's way too many pigs for any, that's, that's like enough to feed an army. And it sounds like a, a planned military right. strike to take out like food source. Like why else does that's Jesus have to leave really right mad. now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would make sense. That would be a big deal. Because in my head, I was picturing like 10 to 18, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like 20 max. Really? Yeah, that's what I was picturing. Oh. See, the, it was always stressed by the thousands, but I couldn't remember the number. Like, they're, I'm hearing the story in church. Like, so that was 
very early like oh yeah it's just a ton it's just crazy that's so funny yeah i i never remember well i don't remember there ever being like any significance to numbers like from hearing this story that's so interesting yeah because mine doesn't my version doesn't say any i i have to find it now I was trying to find it and I was getting upset because I couldn't find it. But that's because I was looking in Mark 8 instead of Mark 5. I don't know. Which is like the lack of detail in Matt. It feels like he wasn't here for this one. Yeah, I would agree with that. It definitely feels like he was not actually there. Like he got his information secondhand. So then why would this story be important to him to put inside his like me and Jesus testimonial thing? I don't know. Maybe because people were against him here. And a lot of people, like this whole city, was against him here. Mm -hmm. And that's significant to his story. Okay, mine does say 2000. I overlooked that. Okay. I guess I just had my picture in my head from reading Matthew and it just kind of stuck. Like reading just Matthew, it could get this, like... All he says is there there met him two possessed with devils coming out of the tombs, exceeding fear so that no man might pass by that way. Like they were just guarding, maybe could it like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, port guards or there's a bunch of boats coming up. What's going on? I kind of that's what it could seem like it more. But then um, Mark and Lou go into they, they talk about like the chains you were saying and everything. And yeah, no, absolutely. And like he Mark even went into the into the detail of like people have tried to chain yes. and shackle him like they they used to but he's just been breaking out of them he can't be bound mm-hmm. <laughs> i i think it's interesting that he he went into those details i mean they're important details i think they paint a big picture of better picture of who this guy was okay but i remember it being hot like Jesus still cast the pigs into the ocean, but they were all, all these accounts were very clear to be like, they just happened to drown. Like Jesus didn't tell them to, they just, they just did anyway. They're like, please don't send us to the abyss. Jesus is like, fine, go into the pigs like you want. And the pigs still go into the abyss. Yeah. I, I remember it being taught that way too. Yeah, that he cast them into the mm-hmm. sea, not that they just, on their own volition, yeah. decided to run into the sea. Yeah, it was it, it was very silly how they were trying to just, like, try to not put the guilt on him, though. Yeah. Well, it makes sense why that whole city was mad, though, with the numbers. Uh-huh. Like, 25 pigs, it's like, yeah, solidarity, I'm, I'm pissed off for mm-hmm. you. That sucks. That was everything you own, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's, again, that's it's like a Matt thing. It's like, there was a big flock. <laughs> like, But yeah, yeah. there's like over 2,000 pigs. It's That is not one farm or something is happening why there's all these pigs there. Yeah, that's like the big part of the city's food supply. Mm-hmm. That's gotta be something, you know? Like, uh, But, you know, Jesus had mercy on him. It was a distraction so his disciples could go around and chase the pigs into the sea. Pretty much. (laughs) What if that's just all that happened? Quick, distract them. We'll chase them into the sea. (laughs) I have a Bible note, I think, in two out of three that tell me 
that the possessed dudes knew Jesus because they were possessed and the demons gave them that information, not because Jesus was famous. That didn't make sense to me. I figured everybody just already knew of him. Yeah, at this point in the timeline, everybody, he, he's a household mm-hmm. name, that Jesus guy. I don't know, it's just a lot of this going on, it, it was feeling like the least like Jesus so far with like what's been happening, like with all the the boat stuff, like the issue with leaving, all the sea, getting over here, having to kill pigs and getting kicked out. Yeah. Well, and to be honest, where we're getting to in, in his story is a lot of the unraveling that my mind, I guess, went through when I was deconverting, because a lot of it is contradictory, and a lot of it doesn't actually add up, and this is where it's hard to actually make it make sense. I thought you were going to say the unraveling of Jesus's mind, and he's just starting to go crazy, and this is where we see it's just... That too. <laughs> I, I would also agree with that too. So... Oh, man. Do you have anything else about Jesus's first war crime? <laughs> His first war crime? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> well, why are you why are you laughing? I wrote down the title for this episode last night, and I was also really high, and I forgot it. And then I was just reading this post-it note, like, "Oh, I have a couple more. What does this say?" Jesus, Operation Swine Flu, because they. Flew into the sea. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's, that's a solid one. <sighs> oh my god. Oh gosh. So, okay, so the last section is Matt chapter 9, verse 18 to 26, and then Mark chapter 5, verse 21 to 43. And then Luke chapter 8, verse 40 to 56. Okay, so Jesus comes back across the sea now after this whole pig thing. And Luke mentions that Luke's the only one that mentions like there was a bunch, everyone from town was waiting for him and loved him and they knew he was coming back, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Especially if they wanted to, like, not long before he left to seize him, but whatever. Yeah, it kind of makes me wonder because um, Mark had talked, like, into such great detail about the whole pig fiasco, really laying into, like, how upset people were. That's that's how I felt. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it makes sense that that was left out on his, at least. Yeah. (laughs) it's like man thought we had something here but they didn't (laughs) so there's a crowd he returns and he's getting off the boat and there's a ruler there this guy's name is Jarius and his daughter is dying deadish mostly Mostly. dead (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) something and he's jesus is like oh yeah yeah i'll go yeah but on his way like a woman 
who the best description in the bible was just like issue of blood like touchstone and he's like jesus was like who the heck just touched me and i which is weird because isn't that happening all the time right right i I mean he's jesus (laughs) yeah so anyhow the woman's like oh it was me i'm I'm sorry I, i just really thought if i touched your clothes you would heal me and he's like oh okay cool you're good and then he continues on his way to another funeral to tell him to stop and because she's not dead she's just sleeping when he gets into the house he's there with their like the servants master but the servants like uh jarius that ruler guy the servants are like what are you doing please just leave our master alone like the daughter's in it there's nothing like me done just they're they just they didn't seem to really like jesus that guy at all yeah that's a good point which kind of makes me wonder why. Were they trying to protect a grieving man? Or I think so. did they just know Didn't about Jesus know. and not like him? <laughs> I mean, I think uh, a little column A, a little column B. And he yeah. takes just the fewest of his disciples, Peter, James, and John, with him, tells the girl to get up, and lo and behold, she gets up. Uh, it, was, it was different at the end, too, because Matt was like, oh, everybody's happy and cheering. But Mark and Luke end on, don't tell anyone about this. Yeah. So yeah. back to that. It's interesting. Yeah. So I'm really curious as to what her medical problem was. Uh, in my Bible notes, I got a chronic hemorrhage. And trying to find that, that just only showed me like brain stuff. And I feel like if you have brain bleeding for 12 years, you're not making it through those 12 years. So yeah. I mean, more of yeah. that, they just, they think that she had like just a never ending period flow or hemorrhoids interesting yeah i was thinking it's probably something around the reproductive region because it's Mm -hmm. mine says um she had suffered from a discharge of blood for 12 years so i don't know just the verbiage there is typically what's used with you know reproductive stuff so Mm -hmm. uh, i mean yeah i mean that that makes more sense too because that was a much heavier influence like within the religion and culture yeah yeah that's a good point i didn't even think about that part i was just like man look at how far we've advanced medically to even learn what all these things are in the last hundred years <laughs> imagine what it could have been and we have no idea but you said she had a yeah she's she's had this this 12 years disease and then this girl that he heals is supposedly 12 as well is this just supposed to be some annoying symbolism thing or what is this again now is it just a weird coincidence that is weird i mean at first when i was reading it i was like wait is this like the same is the is the little girl like is the 12 year old girl her problem that she's like is she dying is she dying or whatever is because she's always bleeding so like did she sneak out and touch jesus and was like oh thanks and then that's why jesus was like Yo, she ain't dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then she sneaks back up into the room. (laughs) Yeah, but don't let my parents see you when you get there. (laughs) See me when we get there. Yeah. So I had a I had a hard time not going political on this. 
because of what's happening in our political climate. Because it just makes me, you know, it just is a reminder. She had this disease that made her bleed for 12 fucking years. Mm -hmm. And there was just like nothing we don't know shit about. I, I guess at this time we didn't know shit about most illnesses, but like... The fact that we only just learned about a lot of these things within within the last, like, 70 years, to be honest, about women's health. Yeah, because, I mean, it was just, that's dirty, stay away, and then... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, man, here's just one person brought up here, but how many are not brought up because we haven't millions of people dealing with this all mm -hmm. the time the best couldn't do it because i think it was luke that mark or luke or maybe both of them um that she had spent all her money trying to get healed all her family's money just but nothing's yeah been able to work it's because they didn't have our modern medicine back then <laughs> <laughs> So, like, when he was healing her, like, but, like, he can notice when his power is draining because he's just like, holy crap, who touched me? My virtue is gone. That's an interesting point. Yeah, because he did notice it. Mm -hmm. And and it's even mentioned that, like, she was trying to touch his clothes, not even, like, his person. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, the, so. the clothes, they were being, like, very specific about, like, a very long tassel that pharisees wore <laughs> but i the the clothes bit that was more in mark and luke matthew she wasn't healed until she's like oh i it's it was me i just thought it would heal me and he's like you know what yeah i like your spirit and then he heals her like that and it's like that's a little mm -hmm. weird too <laughs> yeah i didn't know why this needed to be played up so much about his worry about being bumped into and this so it made it it's like did she really just touch him or was did he have a bag of stuff even though he said have no possessions because that was his healing kit and someone like snuck out some healing stuff oh he had his little like concoctions his alchemy yeah. concoctions on a little belt or something and she <laughs> yes, and, and, and she saw it somewhere like you know in secret and so she was like i gotta i gotta follow this guy and get this shit and it'll heal mm -hmm. me he's like who who touched my belt who's going for my belt yeah exactly and it's like one's gone and she's like i just knew it would be, heal me and he's she doesn't know what it's for about her right she's like i just am hoping that i can survive yeah but then still yeah jesus would like your spirit like Haha, yeah you're you're a gambling lady i like this you have no idea yeah. what i can do that could be poison you don't know okay there if if you remember the last time or which was the first time or the first time we raised someone from the dead or whatever there was a tidbit that's like there's only actually there's only three revives in the gospels and like matt mark and luke have one different ones each 
but this is one that all three of those guys have but it isn't was this forgotten is this really like she really wasn't dead she was just as jesus said sleeping i don't know that makes me wonder maybe that was the interpretation of the people making the notes was that she was just sleeping they yeah they're like oh it's a little girl jesus didn't say i don't know she's jesus just he said she was sleeping therefore she had to be sleeping this is not a yeah no i've uh i was just gonna say i've watched full metal alchemist i know all about bringing people back from the dead it's bad idea (laughs) bad fucking idea (laughs) that's why he's like oh no she's not dead she's sleeping (laughs) yeah (laughs) technicality until no one so when like the the rift spirits who travel in time and correct things are like what happened she was supposed to be dead she was just sleeping i don't know yeah, i don't know what you're talking about yeah she yeah. was just sleeping oh my god no guy came here and healed her what are you that's crazy who could do that absolutely absurd yeah but that's also i mean these stories very much line up but like between matt and mark and luke like for the differences they're i mean they're pretty well lined up but matthew starts a little like he seems to be implying like that there was an order to at least this part of when he was telling stories and that this should have happened much sooner because he says he starts it with like while he spake these things unto him there came a certain ruler so on and that was way back Mm -hmm. when uh some of the disciples were asking jesus why he's not fasting because of thing interesting so i think it's i don't think it could be like a well it was a close enough kind of thing kind of like the sermon on the mount and the practice like yeah now we just have very weird timing and i guess we're going with mark and luke because we have two verse one or what yeah but that feels so weird because matthew has always been like chronological you know yeah but i mean matthew wasn't at at, he wasn't at this one that makes sense that happened before him but luke is having it happening after matt kind of joins the crew yeah weird Maybe he was new to the crew, so he was just yeah. a babby, just figuring yes, it out. Yes, he was. He didn't know what the fuck was, was going on. That that makes sense why he wasn't then allowed in as well. But yeah, John doesn't want to talk about this. Was it really not that interesting to him? John seems picky. He's hard he to please. Does. All these miracles, and he doesn't even want to talk about them. He only cares about the dark stuff. Ugh. He's like, I'm here for two things. Birth and death. <laughs> only the parts of life that involve the most blood. Yes. Which is, you know, on par for all the blood sacrifices and stuff that oh, fair. all these types of gods require. I mean, it makes sense if the Christian god is a blood god. We've talked about this before, but... Oh, yeah. I mean, that that's not even makes sense. It just is. Yeah. Did you have anything else for this? Uh, I don't think so. 
I need to have a refresher on where Jesus has been this episode. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Uh, Jesus starts out much of an ass, like, we gotta go across the sea now, fellas. And the people are like, uh, can it wait? And he's like, nope. And then they go. And then there's a storm. That's probably why they're like, seriously, Jesus, can I just wait for the storm? <laughs> Yeah, but he's like, we can do this. I've done this before. It's fine. And they make it across the storm. At least Jesus's boat does. We don't know about the others. And then he immediately exercises a lot of demons and a lot of pigs happen to die and he gets kicked out. He comes back. He's okay. Here's another chance to be good. I'll heal this ruler's kid. On the way, he teals another lady. Just this yeah. has been a wild ride. It has been so much shit has <laughs> happened. Yeah, and then you know, people were all over the place with their feelings about Jesus this time too. One minute they they love him and they're listening to him. The next minute they're kicking him out of their city, and the next minute they're pleased to see him back. And so happy he's there and healing their people. Yeah. They just don't like when he's talking. They like him when he's healing, but they don't like him when he's talking. (laughs) They're like, you have a purpose. I don't want to hear you talk about it. Just fulfill it. (laughs) Oh, God. (sighs) So did you have like a favorite thing, a favorite part, a takeaway? Um, I thought, well, I thought the whole part in, uh, I guess our, the second part of this, I was just most intrigued by was like the, the demon that possessed the man or the, the multiple demons, whatever that whole ordeal was. Mm-hmm. Do you have the name written down? Legion. Uh, Legion. Yes. I, I was just really intrigued by all of that. That's what I found most fascinating about all this. And honestly, yeah. how quickly people turned on Jesus. That too. No, I remember being like an edgy teenager and like the, this Legion story was like real badass or something. Uh, that was that was just a cool th- Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. Yeah, I made a, a, a super villain character based off of that story. You did? Yeah. Oh my god, that's fantastic. I love yeah. it. Oh, crap. I actually, hold on. I think I have it on my art. <gasps> oh my <laughs> god, go... yes. I want to see it. Yeah, if I can find it. This yeah. is going to be near the end. Ooh. Because I, I actually did. Oh, yep. Right here. Oh my god, yes. I love it. I'm so, digging the spikes. Yeah, he's he's he could just make these spikes appear anywhere around his body, like just just produce spikes. Ah, because you know, why not? He's all That's stitched awesome. together. He's got a weird. He's like a pig hobgoblin thing. Yeah, with That's... the powers of like Krona from Soul Eater. <laughs> That's the vibes I'm getting with how you describe the spikes. This is so fun, though. <laughs> I love it. I like just the general idea that all these stories that would never really be told together at church 
are supposedly all one kind of event. Yeah. I I really just I want to believe Matthew on that. It's like this is something like it's kind of separated and weird going on. Because like, mm, I don't know, Mark and Luke, I don't know if I can trust them. They're just trying to change stuff for the church or what. But Yeah, could uh, be. But, but we got to go by them following this thing. I don't know. It is, if this is it's all one insane story, you know what? I, I'd love it. Yeah, this is like one of those. It feels like a hidden gem. Mm-hmm. Like there's just so much crazy and chaos happening here. And you you wouldn't expect to see all of this here. Oh no! And then this it's just is, right in yeah. the middle of everything. Uh, well, I mean, this is all like this is twelve sermons that you would have just spur, like at random times during the year. This isn't in a series or anything. This isn't together and anything. They're fillers, yeah. But this is all That's just one big thing that happened. This is the most detailed, like day by day kind of information we've had so far that is the case too yeah that's a good point i kind of hope we're getting into more of that because it makes it easier to follow the story a little bit i know it's what? weird because this was a weird one but i feel like it'll help i mean that'll happen at the end because it is kind of like his last week <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's true oh. that's true did we need to say anything else Go check out the High Priest Dot Show. You'll find all the merch you need there. It's it's pretty great. Also, you'll be seeing on our Instagram some of the merch in action. Oh, so, don't forget to look there. Oh, uh, definitely get the uh, the thread the threadless bags. Those are really good quality. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. I was shocked. I was shocked too. I'm like, eh, it'll be just like a neat little throwaway thing, whatever. Let's see how it is. And like, oh. Yeah. Oh, this is nice. Like, I, so I'm like, I want to do some, some nicer ones of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I've owned maybe one bag like that that was that nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just surprised. And also, it's got a really cool design, designed by our very own high priest. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Go check it out. Okay. Then, you know what we I've never said? But that's like, you know. What? I mean, because I'm, I'm, you know, on the website, there's, there's a link to email. So I was like, ah, whatever. Just get them to the website or whatever. But like every podcast is always like, email the show at the high priest bible study at gmail.com every time so it's like maybe i should start doing that there you go yeah (laughs) then we can hear your feedback if you don't want to be on social media i get that shit it will suck your soul yeah (laughs) so if you want to talk to us without social media email us yeah anyhow i think that's it well we'll stop uh marketing in your ear (laughs) catch you later buddies see you pals